0: Hey, comic book geese and your sci-fi freaks. Comic book Casey coming at you from Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi. We are at Samurai Comics in Phoenix, Arizona. We are past a little bit of the pandemic, so we're traveling again, y'all. So I am here today with Mr. Thomas Healy. He is currently the editor of Spawn Comic Books, which means he obviously works for Image Comics, which means he works with... Todd McFarland, which means he has one of the most awesome jobs in the freaking world. I'm so jealous of you, man. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me on here. Uh, everything you said was 100% correct, except for one thing. What's that? I just, I like to clear that up. I don't work for Image Comics. I work for Todd directly.
0: Oh, okay. So, good to
1: know. so, yeah, I oversee all of his books, Image Comics, he's president of, and that's still the company that puts them all out, but I just work directly for Todd. But you know
0: what? Image is a $300 million company, so... If he's part of it, you're part
1: pretty of it. Pretty much, pretty much. You're getting a check it's, from it's there. All one big family.
0: Yeah, it's, I can imagine. I, how can I be part of that family? <laughs> I'm sending my resume today. You got to also give him my email. All right, awesome. So now, how long have you been with Todd McFarland doing uh, the Spawn editing? Uh, editing
1: Spawn going on two years now. It'll be two years in November. Okay, and uh, how did this come about? You know, it really was, and I'm sure people are, are going to hate hearing this, it was just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, one of my best friends was the former person that kind of ran the company, the, the comic part of it. Uh, she moved on to bigger, better things within the company, uh, and they needed someone to fill her slot. And she's like, "Hey, I know you can do this." So I came in, I sat for about an hour, and just kind of hung out with Todd, which was one of the greatest things ever. Because at the time, uh, I was managing Samurai Comics, uh, the and Glendale location the Glendale, the Glendale, the Glendale okay. location. Um, Multiple
0: locations, know. Four.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I, I hung out with Todd for about an hour. At the end of the day, he was like, all right, I think you'll fit. <laughs> I won't get the paperwork taken care of. And by the next week, I was, I was now, there. Was
0: there any beer during this meeting?
1: No, Todd, is, Todd doesn't drink. Really? Never drank.
0: Well, you know, if I'm sitting across a table from Todd McCarlin, I'm going to need something You're going to need something. Yeah, you got to have just, a little something to, 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 ca- to calm the nerves. nerves.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he is uh, He's a... He is a larger-than-life person, you know. Growing up, 1992 Spawn came oh, out. Yeah. I, I remember how that changed the industry. The paper was different, the cover stock was different, the price was different. Everything was different about that book, a- and then all of the other image books that kind of just shaped where comics are today. Right. Um, but yeah, he is a larger-than-life person. But he's actually uh, way more chill and cool than I really expected. I took notice to him when the Spider-Man, and
0: you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. Spider-Man comic book came out where that was a whole new way for Spider-Man, Spider-Man to have been drawn. The the webbing, the illustratives, all the little spiders on them. I bought that comic book out of fear, thinking I wasn't gonna like it, but the comic cover captivated me. Yeah. And that's when I knew Todd McFarlane. That's when I said, this guy
1: is, Insane. He's, he's got something special, absolutely. I mean, the, the big eyes. And, and listening to him tell stories about how he would get dragged into the editorial offices and they would berate him and say, This isn't how you draw Spider Man. And he'd be like, Well, why'd you hire me for this? Spider Man is not doing good. Now Spider Man's doing it great. Really because goals. it's doing it. They're like, Well, you're putting him in weird poses and the webs are all over the place. And well, he's, he's like, Who cares? People are buying the book.
0: He wanted to break away from what all of us was sick of is Spider-Man was swinging around on webs like Tarzan was on a vine. Yeah. He's a Spider-Man. He should be a lot more limber, a lot more flexible, a lot more aerodynamic like Todd made him. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So I, once I read that book and bought that series where the lizard was totally putting Spider-Man through hell, McFarland was my guy. I said, he gets it. He gets it. He knows what we want now. Such a, such a great series. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. Some of the best comics out. Now, let's talk Spawn. Yeah. Now, another thing about your job is, I told you earlier when we were talking, I can relate to the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, Al Simmons was a character from Detroit, Michigan, like Menoir. He is an African-American, like Menoir. He was in the United States Marine Corps, like Menoir. So, yeah, I could relate with Spawn. I didn't think that a superhero that got his powers through, uh, I guess you could say from hell or from the devil, mm-hmm. would go over so well. Yeah. But it, it was phenomenal. And after it came out in, what, 91, 92?
1: 92.
0: A movie comes out in 95. Yeah. I mean, now that's that's speaking volumes. If a movie, based on a comic book is made within a few years of the book being released yeah and you had an all-star cast you had martin sheen john leguizamo michael jai white need i say more
1: no, absolutely, you're absolutely correct. That book came out, and like you're saying, you know, how does a an anti-hero that got his powers from hell really work? And it's like, I think it was the story because he was reluctant. He didn't do it because he's an evil person. He just wanted to see his wife again. People can relate to that. It was family. It was the love of his life. It was a horrible scenario that he got himself in. And he just wanted to get back. And I think that was one of the, the things that set that book apart. There's lots of like horror comics where it's just evil and horrible. But he was this guy that, yeah, he has all these powers from hell, but he's, he's going to damn well try to do good. And right. I think that's what still sets him apart from a lot of characters out there. And And
0: there's still an inner struggle with his character mm-hmm. because even when he got the opportunity to come back in some fashion to see his wife again, he comes back to a world where his wife is now married to his best friend, Terry Fitzgerald. Yep. And then he really can't be with her. Yeah. But he, like you just said, he made an ultimate sacrifice on a hope, on a, I guess you can say, a dream that he can make it work some kind of way. Yeah. And you know what? Who of us would not have done the same thing? Exactly. Exactly. So there's the realism in that. And plus the fact that the character, Al Simmons, a.k.a. Spawn, his mother was... A devil worshipper if you know the origin yeah so that might have played a little bit of a part of it yeah and
1: and then you get into the lore of it and that was something that todd had a lot laid out so you find you know i I don't want to spoil it for anybody that's interested in the new stuff that might go back and start reading it uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot that was very sc- very slowly laid out in, in the mythology and the lore of Spawn and how he became that as far as, and you know, with wind and all exactly. of that stuff. So it, it wasn't just a one and done, here's his origin and now let's go forward and he fights monsters every issue. Uh, there was a lot of time and a lot of right. effort into crafting that. Entire system for Spawn to exist in, uh, with all of these little moving pieces, and I think uh, after 322 issues, I think Todd might be uh, might be finally figuring it out.
0: Now, as as far as figuring it out, you have a very important job of editing. Yes. How, how do you edit such an iconic comic book like Spawn, when it, it's, it's it's a lot of pressure there because this is a well loved character an Mm -hmm. iconic character Spawn, i mean spawn you can honestly say is the spider-man of image just like spider-man is to marvel spawn is to image comics yeah and uh i mean i would like to say al simmons
1: is todd McFarlane's peter parker oh absolutely i mean even if you go back to all of the original image founders Uh, other than Savage Dragon, none of those other series are are existing anymore. You know, Witchblade comes out occasionally, Sylvester uh, does a lot of stuff, still does work for Marvel, Um, but Spawn is the only, and Savage, is the only ones that have consistently come out. So yeah, he is their longest running Uh, character and it is it is it's a tough job and uh, and I I totally accept the fact that sometimes when it's not done perfectly the fans love to to call me out on it and that's okay (laughs) that is part of the job it's it's very stressful like we said before uh, it starts off with some heavy drinking sometimes there you go because it it is a nerve-wracking thing Um, where we've got now four four different titles currently in the works. So uh, we're editing a different book every week now. Uh, Gunslinger number one just went to press this past Tuesday. So that was a bear to wrestle and put to bed at uh, 48 pages, four different stories, four different creative teams. Uh, Todd wrote the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of rereading the same issues over and over again, uh, making sure that the the art matches the dialogue, making sure that if somebody's using a character in one form or another, that it doesn't conflict another right. another use of that character. Uh, the other big part of my job, which I think is is one of the more fun ones, is I've had to read through at least once everything that has ever been put out for Spawn, uh, because we have to we want to maintain the continuity. And I'll be the first to admit that after three hundred plus issues, it is not always easy to make every single tiny bit of continuity match up, because there have been other writers that have come on board, Um, but trying to get the big pieces to make sure, oh, this guy was dead for the last 75 issues, we can't just have him working at at the QT, uh, you know, slinging gas, so making sure that the continuity lines up and all the characters are being used properly is is probably one of the coolest parts of my job, um, as opposed to just spell checking Todd. (laughs) well one thing i really always loved about spawn is the artwork
0: the artwork is sick so i can't wait to see how it's going to come out now and one thing i need to do is just to add to my collection and the crew of comics beer and sci-fi that have been to my basement know my basement is a man cave for guys like us it's a museum things are in glass statues are in glass so i can't wait to get the new spawn statue Oh yeah, It comes out based on the new series that will yeah, come out. Yeah, they're
1: very likely. Uh, nothing specifically that I can announce, but yes, there, there's certainly we'll a lot get a, hook up, a lot know, of stuff. Uh, well, we'll wait till the characters off, off, you know. <laughs> uh, there's 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 certainly a lot of stuff in development now. Okay. Uh, there, there's a lot coming out. Obviously, you know, you've got the second spawn series, uh, King Spawn which launched Gunslinger, he's going to I think he's going to be a huge a huge character. He's going to be like the Punisher Wolverine of our universe. He's that that kind of edgy anti-hero that I think a lot of people are going to do. And then we've got the Scorch which is going to be the team book. Um, And it's going to be a really, that'll be a fun book because it's going to have a a pretty uh, interesting cast of like revolving characters. There's going to be some of the classic medieval She-Spawn Redeemer, Reaper characters that you've seen, but there's going to be new characters. There's going to be some some familiar characters that haven't been seen in many years. So if, if you saw the gunslinger, uh, Brett Booth's uh, connecting cover. There's a few characters on there that hadn't really been focused on in a long time that are going to be coming back that I think some okay. people are excited about. So it's going to be a little Spawn reunion. It's going to be a little Spawn reunion, yes, as twisted as that may be. Oh yes.
0: But now speaking of Spawn, and we spoke earlier about the first movie that came out in '95, can we talk about the new movie at all? You, sir, you can ask. Okay, but that doesn't mean you're going to. That doesn't,
1: doesn't. No, no, no. It doesn't mean I know. Oh, okay. All it right. doesn't
0: mean I know. So, Todd doesn't make you guys take some type of blood oath and make you guys cut your hand open and. Spill oh, it that, the, was, or, the thing, John that, that was the thing. That was the thing we agreed
1: not to talk about. Okay. The secret, the society that we had to join. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I got a lot of extra blood. I want to be part of that society. You have to get a back tattoo. Dude, I already
0: got one. Look perfect. Perfect. perfect.
1: God, I got. I pl- got. I got plenty. Perfect. No, the the movie is exciting. Um, I truly don't know a whole lot more than what he has announced fairly recently. Um, can just we talk that, about potential actors? I. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Let's, right. So let's who, go. Who's going to be the new spot? I still. I still think. I still hear Jamie Foxx. I still hear that that is that is happening. So you guys
0: couldn't get Michael Jai White back. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what
1: though? To, truthful, I. I would. I would love to see him in a, at least a cameo. I would love he, he, to see Michael Jai White as a girl,
0: period. Like, even as John Stewart for DC yeah. Comics Green Lantern. But, I, I agree. And that would be great. And don't get me wrong, I love Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is a quadruple threat. And when yeah. In the entertainment business, you have people that are, you know, double threats or triple threats because they can sing or they can rap or they can dance or they can act. This man can do it all. Oh, yeah. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. He can sing. He's, an, he's He can play instruments. Yep. He can act. And I'm pretty sure he can dance. I'm um, probably. And he's funny as hell. Yes, so agreed. I, you know what? I didn't like him as Electro, like I told you earlier. I, maybe I just didn't want to see Jamie Fox as a bad guy.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping if you're right that he will nail this role. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, I still, I still hear Jeremy Renner in for Twitch. Uh, which is one of my favorite characters. Sam and Twitch, I'm a huge oh, yeah. fan of. And I, I love Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah, I, I think he did it. phenomenal as Hawkeye. I, I, I want more Hawkeye. I'm excited for the show. I even liked him. I thought he was going to be the guy that took over the Bourne series. Matt Damon was like, I'm out. And they're like, cool, here's Jeremy Renner. He, he's going to be a new character. And then Matt Damon's like, oh, you're still doing it? All right, I'll come back then. But why not do them both? Why not, exactly? Why not join exactly. the two
0: together? You know, I have this wild idea that since they're all buddies, why not have... Born and the accountant, his buddy Ben Affleck, do some type of crossover appeal together, and have Jeremy Renner in there as well. That would be the ultimate dream movie. You're what do ta- you think? You're
1: talking about love language here. Dude, I love the. I got accountant.
0: To, I, I go to bed thinking about this type of stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: I love The Accountant. You are absolutely right. That that needs to happen. I never thought about that, but yes, I will. I will I, join you. About a lot of. Them. I will die on
0: that hill with you. And and on top of that, you got to figure it like this. You got these three major stars that are still in their prime, mm-hmm. able to pull this off. You don't want to see them wait to do this when they're 70 years old like Stallone and like Schwarzenegger did. They did Yeah. They did their whole collaboration when they were literally
1: senior citizens. Absolutely, yeah. I don't want to see that. I, I'm a big James Bond fan as well. And as much as I enjoy Sean Connery, even yeah. I look at Diamonds Are Forever and Go. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. Maybe went a this little bit. He a, was out was, of shape. This was a tough one. Yeah, uh, but no, you're right. I, that would be absolutely phenomenal. But you know
0: what would be really sick too? I have another idea for you. I wanted to see a joint collaboration of the Avengers mm-hmm. characters, John Steed and Emma Peel, with James Bond.
1: Oh, that'd be another great one.
0: It's a comic book out about it. I yeah. have that comic book. But then make it more interesting. Mission Impossible, Ethan Hunt.
1: Ethan Hunt. There was see, another one we all thought that jeremy renner's character that ethan hunt was going to retire and jeremy renner's character was going to be the lead in the next team and he, he they never want to see jeremy renner just take they over they I don't want jeremy want renner to succeed i hope he watches this because i want you to succeed i do
0: too and you know that's the problem they know he can probably do it just as good as them, if not better so they come back so he doesn't steal their power. i
1: agree i still cried 28 weeks later yeah me too he, he dies and he, he gives up he, yeah Gives his life for them, Why'd man? you bring that up, man? I'm getting emotional It is tough. It was a tough scene. Yeah, now I'm going to need scene. some tissue. He gets tissue. shot and set on fire.
0: Yes, he does. But you know what? He got set on fire in the house. Will Ferrell set him on fire. Oh, <laughs> God. That's another great one. <laughs> that was, this whole show know, is devolving into the Jeremy Renner love I know. Jeremy, love fest, I know we love Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, if you ever see this, man, we love you, man. We Absolutely. will be presidents of your, of your fan club. But back to Spawn. Yes. I, I tell you right now, if I had your job, of editing one of the greatest comic books ever created. I would be at the bar, at the beer brewery drinking a hell of a lot more with the Bradcast and Samantha because my nerves would be so bad. I wouldn't want the feedback. So I, I would literally have the biggest beer gut, biggest COVID gut
1: going around because i would drink so much if i were in your position nice it it is it it certainly i mean and i'm sure any editor of any comic book yeah it is a very stressful job uh it's a 24 hour a day job because i've got artists i've got creators i've got a colorist that's in the philippines i've got anchors that are in spain i've got writers that are all over the world uh so it is it's 24 7 but when that book comes out and I get to take, you know, Wednesday's our day where we just kind of go like, we're not going to the office. We're going to hit up all the comic shops and go see like uh, King Spawn 2 came out oh, yeah. last Wednesday. And I get to see people that don't know who I am and they don't need to know who I am because I'm not Todd. But somebody picking that up and go, oh, this is cool. Or I love this cover. And I go, Javi put a lot of work You're in, a hard in that man cover. To find. You're a hard man to find. Because even looking you up on social media or anything,
0: mm-hmm. uh, I saw felonious Monk. And yeah. my first thought was... Is he a fan of that African comedian that goes by Thelonious Monk?
1: No, I'm a big fan of Thelonious Monk, the jazz, the, the pianist, the yes. jazz pianist. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm a big jazz guy. All
0: right, because I was like, okay, that was my first thought was, does he mean the Thelonious Monk? Yeah, but I Thelonious do. Monk is a comedian. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I didn't either till I till I was trying to see your connection with Thelonious Monk. Oh, gotcha. I'm a huge jazz fan, so yeah, okay. I get you on that one. Yeah, but Mr. Thomas Healy, editor of Spawn, and personal friend of Todd McFarlane as well now not a drinking buddy but still you know not a drinking buddy yeah but man thank you for coming out and meeting with us here
1: thank you very much for having me I hope everyone is enjoying Spawn uh and and thank you very much for having me on the show this has been great yeah likewise get that Spawn y'all hey
0: comic book geeks comic book Casey is here in Phoenix Arizona at one of my favorite comic book stores actually I haven't been here in probably about seven years, but I have come home. I am at Samurai Comics, and I'm with my man, Cody. He runs the place. And Cody, why don't you give us a little history of Samurai Comics and how many stores actually exist in Arizona with the name Samurai Comics
2: on it? So Samurai Comics has been around uh, about 20 years now. Um, It started with the one shop up up in Phoenix on Camelback and about 7th Street. And that was just uh, Mike and Mariah Banks running it together, and uh, since then they've added three other shops in total. Um, We are now the largest chain comic book shop in Arizona, and uh, we intend to keep going, that's for sure.
0: Well, i tell you what, man, I'm not mad at you guys. I'm very thankful for that because I come to Arizona frequently. I'm in different parts of it, so it's nice to know I can find a samurai in just about any city I might go to because – I don't go far, but I hang around Glendale, Phoenix, Tempe, Chandler, the list goes on. But uh, I like the fact that Samurai also, now eight years ago, carries some independent books.
2: Yes, uh, we actually have a lot of independent books that we carry in all of our shops. Uh, In fact, a lot of the local creators have a specific section here in our stores, uh, and some of our favorite employees are independent local creators over the years. Um, Jeff Pino is a a personal friend of mine. He's worked at this Phoenix location on and off about 10 years now and uh, he curates that and it's just a a great way to showcase local talent and get an eye on it. A lot of people don't realize there's a ton of awesome creators here in Arizona and if you're looking to check some new ones out, come on into Samurai Comics and we'll hook you up.
0: And that's a good thing. I appreciate that you guys do that because a lot of the local comic book talent from any city or any state usually can't get their stuff shown until a comic convention. It's very hard for some of them to even get their books on a shelf at a reputable comic book store. So it's very cool that Samurai Comics offers that opportunity so people don't have to wait
2: each and every year to go to two or three conventions to find local talent. And try to find them in the artist alley is sometimes impossible there's so many people in there it's really easy to miss a lot of cool stuff you might like and uh this way i mean makes it easier for people and it helps out the artists at the same time and the other creators so it's a win-win for everybody
0: well yeah because in most cases it's a consignment agreement and they're going to make some money if their stuff sells and it's more of a relaxed environment where people can actually check their stuff out whereas just like you said artist alley at a convention. It's so hectic at these conventions. You kinda of, after a while you wanna keep it going. You you look for a little while, then you get distracted by a very good looking cosplay model or something. Not saying I do, but you know, it, it happens, you know. Yeah, exactly.
2: There's so many things that can distract you.
0: right. So it's great that Samurai Comics offers that type of opportunity for independent comic book artists and production companies. I myself, Able Ideas, you guys carried my books. That's why I uh
2: came here eight years ago and Mike told me yes well yeah Mike is uh he's really open to getting books in from new talent even before they're you know out and even if they're not with a major publisher we don't mind we'll still give them a chance yeah and that again that is always
0: appreciated because that's what I look for sometimes I like all my um, my mainstream comic books from Marvel DC image but it's nice to get an independent book that I've never even heard of and I, it's just like for me scouting japanese anime cartoons that i've never heard of and i find one that i like and i'll binge watch it so i'm the same way with independent comic books if i find one i like i'll be back at your store buying looking for the next issue
2: well that's i mean for me personally it's the same way like if i'm finding something i've never seen before something that is not mainstream but still you know very much in the wheelhouse of things i'd like to watch or read it's cool to be able to find a place in town that actually carries it versus trying to track it down like illegitimately online or anything like that which is doesn't help anybody but with having it in the stores you get people in the stores get them excited get them it gives them a way to connect with their f- new favorite creators that maybe they didn't they didn't know before
0: All right and why don't you share with us the brilliant idea you guys had during the unfortunate COVID season where a lot of businesses were shut down and closed, you guys made it possible for people to still get their merchandise.
2: Yeah, so what we ended up doing during the COVID shutdown, I'm not gonna say we came up with the idea, but we definitely utilized it a lot, is uh, every Tuesday night we are doing live sale shows where we will preview the books that are coming out this week uh not only just the actual new books but the incentive ratios that come with it as well as a bunch of you know cool key back issues that come in during the week and we'll put them up available for our customers to tune in still get that sense of community and get the chance to pick up these books that maybe they are not sub to that they didn't realize was coming out they can see these cool books get them pulled and then they can come pick them up so the reason i even brought that up was because uh
0: The awesome Mike Banks, owner of Samurai Comics, sent me the link about it. And I just thought to myself, how cool was that, that that was an option? And um, basically, that's why I wanted to ask you about it, to see how well that went over.
2: I mean, it's been been great. I mean, you have a bunch of people who are stuck at home, or maybe choosing to stay out from the crowds. And I mean, you're bored, you want to read something, you want to build something, you want to play something. And shops like this have those options, and having that live sale every week giving you new options every week it just makes it a lot easier for people who wouldn't come out these days who choose not to or can't for whatever reason having that option wherever you are tune in with us pick up the cool books that you're maybe not seeing right every week and then uh maybe get a cool key issue or a new dollar book that you didn't even know that you thought hey that looks cool let's get started with that so
0: what's your hottest selling book right now
2: right now series uh well stray dogs uh just finished up and that was just gangbusters all the way through uh it's a fun horror book so it was really good for the season um then next up you of course you got king spawn and uh spawn universe just came out as well and people love that they're going crazy over it and uh can't barely keep them on the shelf sometimes
0: well, look, man, I thank you for inviting me and the crew here to check out the store. Again, it feels like a homecoming for me because I haven't been here in forever. And uh, I got some shopping to do if you don't mind.
2: Oh, yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. And if uh, anybody out there is watching this wants to come on down check us out, I mean, watch the live sale or come on in. We got four Valley locations and we look forward to meeting you.
0: So definitely, comic book geeks and your sci-fi freaks, come to Samurai Comics. They got four locations in the Arizona area. You can Google it. You don't have to wait for the... What is it, the Arizona Comic Con or the Phoenix Comic Con? They
2: keep renaming the thing. Every uh, that's why I can't keep up. Uh, I think it's now Phoenix Fan
0: Fusion. Phoenix Fan Fusion. You ain't got to wait on that. Just come to Samurai Comics. Trust me, you're going to like it. You're going to be glad you did.